Hi friends, and welcome to Robcast number 18. This one is called, It Comes in Waves. And uh, today I have a studio audience of one. My son Preston is here, you wanna say hi Preston? Hello. <laughs> there he is, Preston Douglas Bell is in the house. And uh, here's what I wanna talk about today. I wanna talk about what to do when you feel overwhelmed, when too many things are coming at you, when things are stacked up on you, when you feel like you're getting pummeled, like you're getting held under the water. Uh, you know that feeling when you're like spinning or that feeling when you open the mail and you get a bill that you didn't expect was coming and it's like, seriously, not today. Or there's that, uh, that toxic draining person and you have this interaction with them that's just so awkward and it's just, Ah, and you're like, not today, it's too much, it's just too much. What to do when too much is coming at you too fast? Or maybe you're a parent and it's that feeling where you're laying in bed in the morning and you hear your kid making noise and you realize that they're awake and you look over at the clock and it's 5.43 a.m. and you're like, no, no, keep sleeping. And you know with this kid that they are now awake and they're gonna want food and they're gonna want you to play with them and you're like, ah, I need my sleep. That feeling when you know by 10 a.m. you're gonna be exhausted because you've been up for five hours. Or maybe you've just started something, a business, school, a job, and it's just you're learning on the fly and it's too much and it's just overwhelming. So here's what I want to do. I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me a couple weeks ago. And then I just want to make a couple observations about that story. And that's what we're going to do. Very simple, very straightforward. Two weeks ago, there was a big swell, a New Zealand swell hit the West Coast. And if you're a surfer, a swell means waves. And surf report, if you saw like the graph of the days, it was like three to four feet, four to five feet, five to six feet, seven to eight feet with occasional nine and 10 foot. So that's some nice, uh, that's some nice waves for the West Coast, for California, for Southern California. And so um, I'm out one of those days at my, one of my favorite breaks. And this particular break only, you can only really ride it. The waves are only really rideable when you get a little bit of a bump, when you get a swell that's over, you know, two or three feet. And I'm out with some friends and the waves are a couple feet overhead and um, it's like, it's so great. And the thing about it when the waves get a couple feet overhead is when you drop in on one and you're going down the line, you can like look up to your left and it's just like this big wall of water. And like I could drag my hand across the face of the wave, it's just transcendent. I'm gonna stop there because if you have a friend who's a surfer and they sort of going on and on about how it's transcendent and mystical and spiritual, you're probably sick of that. So I'm just gonna say, it was the thing that surfers talk about where you're, well, I mean, when you're surfing, you're traveling across the face of the planet on an orbital pattern of energy. Where else do you do that? And the salt, uh, the proportion of salt to water in the ocean is the same as the water in your mother's womb. So there's probably some other things going on there as well that make those of us who surf talk about it in those sort of terms. Anyway, enough of that. It was one of those days. And it was a pretty, that's a pretty good swell. It's pretty good wave height for Southern California. And I was just having one of those days. It was just fantastic. Now, waves come in sets. 
So waves come in three, four, five waves, then there's a lull, then the next set. So when you're going out and you're watching the waves to see whether you're gonna go out, what you kind of learn is how far apart the sets are. And what happened on that day was that sometimes there'll be sets that come in every couple of minutes, three or four waves that you can ride, then the, wave, the ocean goes calm, then a couple of minutes later another set comes. But every once in a while you'll surf a swell that'll have like a mega set, like a super set, a, big, a bigger set of waves that comes in less frequently. And two weeks ago on that day, about every 20 minutes, a set would come in of significantly bigger waves. So part of the problem with that is when you're sitting on a spot like the peak, which is where the waves are breaking, you have to keep watching the horizon in case one of those um, supersets comes. You need to paddle out a little bit farther or else what's going to happen is that extra big wave is going to land on your head and that hurts. So um, we're sitting there, we're talking, and all of a sudden we realize that one of those sets is coming in, um, one of those 20 minute sets. And so we immediately start paddling out um, to try and get up over it or try to ride it because you don't want to get caught in what's called the impact zone where the wave lands on your head. Now, um, bigger, the bigger a wave is, the faster it's moving. So when you see those north side of Maui or you see that wave off of part Portugal that people are sending those YouTube clips around, and you see those waves, some of those waves are going like 30 miles an hour. Waves can be deceptively fast. So I'm paddling out to get up over this one and I'm not in the right spot. And I'm paddling up and it starts to break and so I try to punch through, which means you try to jab the nose of your board underneath the lip to get through to the other side, but I don't and I get what's called sucked over the falls, which means I don't get up over the wave and it grabs me, essentially grabs you by the feet or the ankles and yanks me backwards. And once again, a wave is an orbital pattern of energy. It's essentially a moving circle and I get sucked in to the wave and it pounds me. It's called spin cycle. Spin cycle is what happens when you lose all sense of up and down, your head, your feet, you have no idea where you are, and there's a lot of water pressure there, so you can't swim, you can't move your arms or legs, you're just getting ragdolled and dragged underwater. Now, if you and I were in a pool, and we were seeing if we could swim down to the end and back underwater, and I said, okay, it's your turn, what you would do is you would take a big inhale of, of air, and then you would go underwater and see how far you could go. If I asked you, okay, try to swim down and back, but you don't get to catch your breath. Just go underwater right now without getting a big gulp of air. Um, if you're like me, you could probably swim about three feet and you'd be gasping for breath. The problem when you get sucked over the falls on a rather big wave is you don't have any warning when you're going under. So you go under, but you don't have a chance to gulp a big bunch of air. You just go under. So when you're under, there's a sort of panic because I don't have enough air, I don't have enough air, I don't have enough air. And the voice in your head is quite loud reminding you, I don't have enough air, I don't have enough air. And so I'm getting spin cycled, head over heels, I don't know what's up, what's down. Now remember also that when you get spin cycled, you have a board that's connected to your ankle by a leash. So there is a fiberglass spear somewhere in this pile of water that's spinning me around. And so you have to be aware that you don't want to get hit in the face or the head, which happens for surfers on a regular basis. And eventually the wave drags me underwater for a while and it passes and I pop my head up to get air. I get one gulp and I turn around and you know where this story is going. 
the next wave in the set is right there. And it basically looks like a house coming at me. So I don't get time to get a big gulp of air before the next wave is on me and I try to swim down underneath that wave. Now, a cubic meter of wave water is about a t weighs about a ton. So if you have a 10-foot wave, and those waves two weeks ago, they weren't 10 feet, but they were probably close at times. A 10-foot wave that's 20 feet wide is 410 tons of water. That's the equivalent of about 315 cars. So it's like this feeling of just getting pounded. And the second wave, I don't get far enough under it because I don't have enough air. And it grabs me and throws me into round two of the spin cycle. I don't, the board is somewhere nearby. I can feel it dragging on my ankle. I pop up from that one and I'm in sort of, wow, this is getting actually quite dangerous. And I'm, I'm getting blown in towards this, the cliff right there. There was all these big rocks and it was high tide. So the water was going up to a cliff and I look and there's the third wave of the set, which pounds me as well. And there's this unique thing that happens when your body starts to panic. Like, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. You feel like this chill sort of in your spine. Like, am I going to make it here? Am I going to make it? And eventually I pop up and the set passes and the ocean is calm. Because that's the thing about waves, is they come and then they pummel you if you're not riding them, and then they pass by you and they crash on shore. So uh, a couple observations when you find yourself in the spin cycle. Anybody in spin cycle, you don't know up or down, all you know is that there's a lot of pressure on you, there's a lot of weight on you, there's, it's it's tiring, it's disorienting, it's confusing, and you feel like you don't have enough breath. First off, uh, it's really important to repeat this mantra. Here's what you say. You say to yourself, this is a wave. I know, you're waiting for something profound or deep. When you find yourself overwhelmed, say to yourself, this is a wave. Waves come, and then they go. Waves move through water. Now, uh, what you learned in sophomore math class is something called sine waves. Basic math principle, sine waves. Essentially, all of nature is a sine wave. In, out, inhale, exhale, back and forth, push, pull, death, rebirth, fall. Everything gradually dies until winter. It's completely dead. In the spring, it springs forth into abundance and harvest, and then in fall, it dies again. Living, dying, push, pull, in, out, exhale, inhale. It's all kind of a wave, isn't it? So one of the most powerful things you can do when you find yourself totally overwhelmed is say, this is a wave. And the reason you say that is because there is an impermanence to everything. It comes, it rolls you around, and then it keeps going. Now, maybe you've gotten hit by a number of things. So at that point, you say, this is a set. <laughs> there are a couple of them. And I'm going to get pounded. Then at some point, the ocean calms. See, this moment is not all moments. If you're going through something difficult right now, if you're going through something excruciating, maybe you're in a relationship that's fraying at the edges and it's just so uncomfortable. Or maybe you're healing from a relationship that just tore chunks out of you. This moment that you're in 
is not all moments. It's only this moment. Don't let it become more than it is. This is a wave. This wave is part of a set. And then what waves do and what sets do is they come and they pass by and then they land on shore. See, in those moments when you're getting pounded, what ifs are not helpful. See, what happens if you're like me is the moment things start spinning, the moment you get too many things coming at you is you have all those what if questions. Like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? If your brain is like mine, it goes down all these worst case scenario roads. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So one of the key things when you're getting held under is don't add to it. Don't let it become more than it is. There's a lot of things that aren't going to happen because of this wave. So conjuring up images of all the worst case scenarios, not helpful. I've noticed a thing that happens when I travel and speak and I always take questions. Whenever I do this, I find that there's a question that people often ask. And the question is, yes, okay, da, 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 I like what you, uh, I, you said this, you said that, I, I like that, I didn't like that. Now, what if I, or what if it, or what if then, I don't know. I don't know. What if questions aren't interesting? What if you end up not having enough money? What if that person ends up not coming through? What if it turns out to not work like it was supposed to? I don't know. I have no idea. That's the thing about what if questions. And imagine if you could get answers. Imagine if you said, well, what if this person breaks my heart? What if someone said, yes, they're going to. They're going to break your heart in 19 different pieces. They're going to smash your soul so bad it's going to feel like a dark cloud is hovering on your essence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you actually answer what if questions, they don't actually help. So one of the key things when you're getting held under, when you're in spin cycle, when it's all coming at you too fast, don't add to it. Be really, really careful of the what if questions. I don't know. There's a certain mental fortitude that comes when you didn't get enough breath and everything within you is saying, I need a breath, I need a breath, I need a breath. The mental fortitude to tell yourself, this is a wave, stay calm, it will pass. You will get air. You can't get air right now, but you will get air. Which leads me to stillness. Stillness is your friend. It's easy when things are stressful. It's easy when things are coming at you that you can't control. It's easy when things feel like they're spiraling beyond anything you have a handle on. It's easy to start racing. It's easy for your brain to start just revving. It's easy to conjure up all sorts of images and questions and to terrify yourself to no end. Stillness is your friend. One of the things when you're held under by a wave you do is you have, if you thrash against that wave, if you thrash against tons of water, not helpful. What you're doing in that moment is you're burning precious energy that could be used to do the few things you can do. I wonder if anybody's listening who you are in a tough time and what's happened is something frantic has kicked in something, a certain level of panic, a certain level of anxiety, and you're burning all this energy, worrying, stressed, asking all sorts of questions about what if. Stillness is your friend. Calm is your companion. It's interesting when you read about plane crashes, what they'll often say is that it's not that the pilot made one mistake and that's because the plane went down. 
They often say it's because the pilot made one mistake and didn't stay calm. And because the pilot didn't stay calm, the pilot made a second mistake. And it's the second mistake added to the first mistake, which brought about the third mistake. And those started compounding. That's why the plane went down. Stillness is your friend. Calm is your companion because your energy in those moments is a precious commodity. And what often happens when we feel like I start spinning is things start spinning and so we start spinning. We start burning all this energy we don't need to burn. It's energy we could use to actually get out of the situation. If you're like me, when things start spinning, when you get overwhelmed, the first thing to go is your care for yourself. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You start stressing and your carbohydrate intake goes up. The normal escapes, you sleep less. You started binge watching Netflix that night when what you needed is to go to bed early. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? In those moments, more than ever, it's important that you take care of yourself. This is totally one-on-one basic. I get that. And yet, how often I will talk to somebody who shares some struggle, some situation that's overwhelming them. They got things coming at them from every angle. And I'm fascinated how often people will mention that they aren't taking care of themselves like they normally do. They'll say, I haven't exercised in week. I've been staying up way too late. I haven't been able to sleep. Often the first thing to go is the most vital thing to getting through any difficult time, which is caring for ourselves. If you're like me, the moment things start spinning is the moment I like start skimping on the very things I need the most because you are an integrated being. Your mind, your body, sleep, food, exercise is deeply connected with that whirling engine in your brain that revs and creates all those situations that make you stressed and anxious and fill you with anxiety. Are you with me? You are one being. It's all connected. You start skimping on good sleep, it will deeply affect your heart. You start eating crap food, it will deeply affect your mental fortitude. It's all connected. This is one-on-one basic. I get that. And yet it is so vital to any of us making it through the waves that inevitably come. This is a wave. Or maybe for you, it's this is a set. You're getting pounded and at some point the set will pass through and it will crash on the shore and you will be floating there in the calm ocean. Oh, and by the way, that kid, if you're a parent, that kid who's keeping you up, that kid who is like draining you, who you're like, ah, if you would just sleep longer, that's the same kid in no time at all you're going to be saying to us, oh my word, they're going away to college. It grows up so fast. They grow up so fast. And that business right now, that job that's just overwhelming you because you're having to learn all those new things and the market's changing and you're racing to keep up and it seems like you're putting out fires all day. In no time that business will be established, you will have been doing that job for a while, and you will say to us, man, it used to be so exciting when I was just starting it out, and it was all so new and fresh. And that program that you're about to start, well, you're going to be the newbie, you're going to be the, you're going to be the rookie, you're going to be learning it all for the first time. At no, in, in no time, you will, you'll be the veteran. This is a wave, and you'll be in a totally different position, and it won't 
be overwhelming. You'll be the one people are going to to help them navigate their waves. That's how it works. Impermanence is built into the very fabric of life. And what often happens is we universalize our experience in the moment. We say this moment is obviously all moments. And that's where the dread and panic come from. Instead of staying still, being calm, and remembering this moment is not all moments. Time will heal. The coming months will shift things because everything is in the endless process of becoming. You have no idea what it's going to be. So let it unfold. Breathe deeply. Stillness is your friend. Calm is your companion. The other day, uh, actually, I had thought, I need to go back to that spot where I got held under. And then yesterday, I was reading Surf Report, and I was like, wait, I think it might be breaking. So I went out there to that spot where two weeks ago I got held under, and I paddle out, and I watch it for a while, and there's a nice wave breaking in the exact spot where the waves were breaking that day two weeks ago. And so I watch it, and I'm like, oh, excellent. I'm going to get some good rides. I'm going to like become friends again with this spot. It's going to be beautiful. The, this, this break in the ocean and I, we're going you know, to have a beautiful moment of healing here. <laughs> and so I watch it for a minute, put on my wetsuit. I paddle out, and the wave, the ocean goes flat. Seriously, I'm not making this up yesterday. I go out to that same spot. I watch it for a while. I realize, oh, that's going to be a nice little wave for me to ride. I go out and nothing comes in. The ocean goes flat and I just sit there. Literally, I sit there for an hour (laughs) with no waves. I had just seen them. I paddle out, nothing. And so I sit in the spot where I got pounded And there's just these gentle little bumps going by that I can't even ride. And I sit there. Yeah. Because it comes in waves. I think about waves as they come. Sometimes they pummel you. Sometimes you ride them. And then they pass by. May you, my brothers and sisters, when you're held under, may you stay calm. May you be still. May you not burn any extra energy with your mind racing, asking all sorts of what-if questions that you can't answer. May you take really good care of yourself because you are an integrated being and everything in your life is related to everything else. And may you, in no time, find yourself floating in a calm ocean, going, man, that was so bad. I was terrified. I was disoriented. I was sucked into a black hole, but now I'm floating in an ocean because that was a wave. And that's how life is. It comes in waves. And may the grace and peace of Christ be with you.